1: Please see our show notes for episode-specific warnings and for access to the transcript. This is the first time I've been back at the house since my grandma's funeral a few weeks ago. I stayed the night and slept in my old room. It was weird waking up in there. Sarah shared the room with me until she was five and I kept thinking about all the nights she had bad dreams and would come running down the hallway to hide in my bed until morning. I come down the stairs to see my mom sitting at the piano, playing something she wrote.
0: Fresh coffee.
2: Thank you.
1: Dad makes the coffee every morning. Mom takes hers with no sugar, but plenty of almond milk and just a little dash of cinnamon. I've seen Dad make it for her hundreds of times.
2: I like this. Is this what you were working on yesterday? It is. Beautiful.
1: Dad rests his hands on Mom's shoulders while she plays, and Mom leans into him a bit. I put my hands on the piano, feeling the vibrations of the music, and letting them flow into me until they mix with my pulse. This is what it felt like when I was little, when Mom would play. I felt like I lived inside her music. Maybe it sounds different now, but the feeling? That's never going to change. I should get going. I'm meeting a friend for brunch. Uh Friend, Mom.
2: Oh, is this the one you told me about?
1: David, yeah.
3: David? He's not. Ah. Oh.
1: And even if he were...
3: Still just a friend. Exactly. Well, have fun. I'm sure I will. Hey.
1: Hey. Sorry I'm late. Parking was a whole situation.
2: This place... I know. I just watched someone order a Bloody Mary that had a slider on it. A slider, bet! I did warn you. There was another one with avocado garnishing it. Not even like slices. I mean, half a frickin' avocado just speared on a stick like the head of a fallen enemy.
1: <laughs> Look, part of being a very cool, extremely online foodie like me means subjecting your friends to things like this. This is what you signed up for, buddy. Be brave. Okay, I'm poking him a little about this, but in David's defense, this place is a bit much. I'm hardly immune to the lure of the millennial take on classic favorites, don't get me wrong, but...
2: Why, is there kale in everything?
1: What do you have against kale? So many things. You liked it in the smoothie I made you.
2: Because I couldn't taste it.
1: Okay, it's time you learn to appreciate dark leafy greens the way we do here. Let me do the ordering. I will take you on a journey.
2: Oh, hell no. Not after last time. You are not making me eat shard again. Coward. It nearly burned my face off.
1: And i like two pepper flakes max. You'll survive.
2: Why are we friends? You're so mean to me. Yeah, you love me. That's going to depend on what you order us.
1: Challenge accepted, Salt Lake. <laughs> he should really know better by now. Halloumi fries, octopus tostada... Green shakshuka, cauliflower a la plancha, and jackfruit sliders. Oh, and kale side salad, of course.
2: Kale salad.
1: Don't knock it till you've tried it.
2: This. This is me knocking it. I am knocking the kale salad.
1: You're a child.
2: And you are
4: the devil. Ha 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 Hey, babe. I'm at the place. I ordered you that watermelon thing. Where are you? Where's that? I, I don't know what that is. Is that close? Babe, is that close? Babe, I, I can't hear you. Is is that nearby? <laughs> what? Guy on the phone over there. Babe, you already said that.
2: If I drink every time he says babe, I'll be dead before the food gets here.
4: <clears throat> You're here? Where? I-, I don't see you. Babe, I'm near the back. Near the back. I'm waving. Do You see me waving, babe?
5: I see you. Hey, babe. Hey. Sorry about that. Wait, I know her.
2: You know, babe?
1: Her name's Ivy. We were in school together. Hang on. Ivy.
5: (gasps) Oh my god. Bet? Bet
1: Klein? You know another Bet or something?
5: (laughs) Oh my
2: god.
5: (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing back here? I'm helping my parents move. I haven't seen you in forever. I know, I know. I'm the worst at keeping in touch. What have you been up to? Uh, pretty much the same as always. Work, looking for more work. Oh, right. The restaurant thing, right? (laughs) Every time I see one of those photos, I'm like, I'll have whatever's on that plate, please. (laughs) Do you get to eat what you photograph? Yeah, sometimes. Your job is awesome. It doesn't suck.
1: Oh, um, sorry, this is my friend David. David, this is Ivy.
2: Nice to meet you. You too. Beth said you two went to school together?
1: Yeah, we go way back to... What? Eighth
5: grade? Seventh. We are so old. Beth was the best lab partner ever. And not just because she let me copy her quizzes. (laughs) Well, if you
1: had failed science, then I wouldn't have been able to request you as a lab partner the next year, and no one would have brought me coffee before class. I had ulterior motives. And a crush on me. It's true. <laughs> so, that guy over there who seems mildly confused by his michelada? Oh, that's Matt. Uh, I should have guessed. You always had a thing for guys with one-syllable names who look like a Hollywood Chris. Remember Bland Brad? Brad was nice. Brad had the personality of a popsicle stick.
5: He was pretty hot, though. Hell yeah, he was. He was. <laughs>
2: Oh, it's my boss. Excuse me a minute.
5: I can't get over running into you like this. I was just thinking about you the other day. Yeah? Yeah, I uh, I saw your Instagram post about your grandmother. I'm so sorry. And about how you're losing... Uh, I mean, lost your... Uh, it's pretty intense. <laughs> how are you holding up? Um... I mean, it's it's a thing.
1: I'm doing okay, though.
5: I'm learning sign language, actually. Oh, that's awesome. I always wanted to learn it. All I know is the alphabet and some swear words. <laughs> oh! <gasps> Maybe I could learn it now! And then we could video chat in sign language? Really? <laughs> yeah! My New Year's resolution is going to be to learn a new language, but I could get a head start. Uh... Well, I I can send you some stuff. I would seriously love that. Hand me your phone so I can give you my number. Maybe call me sometime. I I mean, uh, not call. Uh, You know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean. Sure. I'd love to get together before I head back to D.C. Maybe we can go to one of those fancy restaurants you work for? Oh, why not? They'd probably give me a discount. Oh, it pays to know people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I've probably left Matt alone long enough. I should get back to him.
1: Right, yeah. It's so good to see you. You too. I'll get in touch. You
5: better.
2: Who was that, babe? A friend?
1: Blast from the past. Hey, did you get fired?
2: No, I didn't get fired. Just had to swap some shifts around. Holy shit, I think that's our order. You you sure you got us enough? Maybe maybe we should... Get the menu back and double up
1: uh that would include doubling up on the kale salad you realize
2: yeah no i'm good
1: that dork eats over half the salad himself and pretends he only did it to be polite we stuff ourselves silly and say goodbye we both have to work later my task is to take photos of some event that looks more or less like grown-up prom, only more costumey. It's fun, whatever it is, but a girl can only handle so many feather boas and drunken theater people before she needs to take a breather. I go to hang out at the far end of the bar, where it's a little cooler, and scroll through the photos I've taken so far. When something grabs my attention.
0: We're speaking tonight with Kit Sumner about their upcoming exhibition here in Richmond.
1: Hey, can you turn Sumner that up? An that um, and, and put the captions on?
0: Whose sure. ...whose work has been displayed around the world. Thanks. We had a conversation with Sumner and their interpreter, Ron Bennett, this afternoon.
1: I don't recognize a thing the interpreter is signing. Damn. Ron, I'd love to know a bit more about you, if that's alright. I'm curious about your experiences, too.
4: Kit, is that okay with you?
1: Yes, sure. So, you've been with Kit for a while.
4: I've been interpreting for them for almost four years now, yeah.
1: Oh, British. That's why I couldn't understand the signing. It must be very interesting accompanying them to the galleries and events you get to go to.
4: It is. It really is. To be honest, I didn't know much about art before I met them. And getting to go around and be part of their work and their world, it's given me such an education. And not just art, but about how important it is that everyone can be a part of it. It shouldn't matter if you have money or if you can see or hear or walk. You should be able to be a part of it. Getting to experience art means that you can be inspired by it. The more we let everyone be a part of it, the better for the whole world.
1: No, downsides to including everyone, right?
4: Right, yeah, exactly. So Kit, can you tell us more about your art? How did you get started?
6: Well, when I was little, I didn't always have the words for what I wanted to say or ask. Being autistic, sometimes communication takes different forms for me. I always loved to draw, and my mum gave me a little pad of paper that I could use to scribble whatever it was that I was trying to say. I learned that way that art wasn't just about pretty pictures, but it was about connection. So when I started to lose my hearing, it felt perfectly natural to learn sign language, and to begin to use it regularly, because I had already learned my own way to communicate once before. My understanding is that you use your art to show people how you interpret the world without hearing it, is
1: that correct?
6: Yes, I have some residual hearing, but that doesn't mean that I hear clearly. I see the world through my own lens and I hear the world in my own way and my paintings and sculptures are meant to reflect that. I want to give people a way to experience life the way I do and hopefully it'll start conversations that challenge the whole concept of normal and whether we ought to try and fix things that are not actually broken.
0: For more information about Kit Sumner and their upcoming exhibition You
6: better believe I whip out my phone
1: and get information about that exhibition in record time. I buy two tickets to the opening day before I've even thought about it and text David to meet me at Green Door after he's done with work. And then I remember that I am at work and should probably get back to working.
2: Hey, what's the big surprise?
1: Have you ever heard of Kit Sumner?
2: Uh... I, I don't think so.
1: They're an artist. A painter, sculptor, English.
2: Oh, wait. Uh, Maybe?
1: I saw them being interviewed while I was taking a break. They have an exhibition coming to Richmond, and... Drumroll, please. Seriously, drumroll. I got us tickets. To the opening. It's on Sunday, and they'll be there. We can meet them.
2: That's... whoa!
1: I looked them up, and their art reminds me of your stuff, sort of. I mean... Not the deep, dark, scary stuff you very symbolically hide in your closet. I mean the bright, happy paintings you do now. And they're deaf. They're deaf. I mean, they're British, so I couldn't understand a damn thing their interpreter was signing. But still, how cool is that?
2: Extremely.
1: You will go with me, right?
2: Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, of course, I will.
1: Oh, it's just too perfect. An artist who's deaf. It's like the universe said, oh, hey, that and David... Want an event absolutely tailor-made for you, too? Well, here you go.
2: <laughs> sure is.
1: I cannot believe how good this day is.
2: It happens sometimes. Are you okay? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Ju- just a long shift.
1: Mm, shitty tables?
2: Nah. Not really. I- I'm just tired. I'm fine. Wanna play darts?
1: Yeah, sure. Tonight's the night I finally kick your ass at this game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see.
1: Spoiler alert, I do not kick his ass at darts. But I don't care, because I'm having pretty much the best day ever. I mean, this is... (sighs) Have you ever had one of those dull headaches that lasts for days and days, and then when it finally goes away, you realize it wasn't just your head that was hurting, but also your jaw and your neck and shoulders and fists because you were so tense? So when all the pain finally lifts, you're like, wow, I didn't even know how badly I needed that relief. This day feels like that. To the point that when I get home and see there's an email from my mom, I don't even flinch. There's an attachment. It's titled, New Song. Mom sent me a song. Mom sent me a
5: song. Bet. Hey.
1: Settle a debate. Again? You've seen Pride and Prejudice, right? Which one? The big two. Yeah, of course. Pick a Darcy. Absolutely not. Why not? Because that is a one-way ticket to a three-hour debate I don't want to get into and don't have enough sign for. Yeah, well, as soon as you do have enough sign... Then I'll make the controversial statement that the Superior Austin swoony man is mm, what's his face from emma oh damn wait that's that's good sarah surprise Surprise. oh my god
3: (laughs) i figured this had to be a family member when you registered hi i'm james i'm the teacher
1: hi sarah
3: glad to have you here sarah do you know any sign
1: uh, I know some swear words. Yeah, that would be my doing.
3: Consider me shocked. Well, Sarah, you may be a little out of your depth for the first few classes, but you'll catch up in no time. I have your packet up here. Uh, go ahead, grab a seat, and I'll get it for you.
2: This has to be your sister.
1: What gave it away? It's such a subtle resemblance. Two of you in one place were doomed. (laughs) Hey, maybe she can settle it. Sarah, don't get sucked in. Sucked into what? The Darcy debate. This has been going on for three classes. 95 versus 05? Exactly. Neither. Edward from Sense and Sensibility.
5: (laughs) (laughs) That's not one of the options. Bet also deflected the exact same way. Do your friends
1: actually think they can rein in any Klein woman? (laughs) Huh, wait till they meet mom.
3: Here you go. Should be everything you need in there. If you need any help, uh, don't hesitate to ask.
1: Hey. Thank you. I'm just glad I could figure it out. I wanted to be here when you first asked. You know that, right? Yeah. So, thank you.
2: Sorry, sorry, late. Sorry, parallel parking was the thing. Had to redo it like sixteen times. Oh, um, ah, oh, hi. Oh, are you David? I am. You must be Sarah.
1: She decided to be the best sister ever and surprise me.
2: Oh, well, that's great. Good to finally meet you, Sarah.
3: All right, everyone, let's get started. Uh, welcome to our newest student, Sarah. Sarah, we're going to take a few minutes and work on introductions so you can get to know who everyone is and get a feel for fingerspelling. Sound okay? Great, okay, Greer, wanna demonstrate?
5: Yeah, sure.
1: You okay? I'm fine.
4: Uh oh.
1: Seen and Not Heard is written and directed by Caroline Minx, with music by Gavin Crockett and sound design by Tal Manier. This episode featured the voices of Chad Brockbrader as James, Sina Breyer as Elaine, Cole Burkhardt as Greer, Danielle Ellett as the interviewer, Adelaide Gardner as Jane, Leslie Gideon as Sarah, Stephen Goldman as Joe, Eleanor Gray as Kit, Daisy Gavada as Ivy, Cassie Josephs as Kara, Sean Lenhart as David, Caroline Minx as Bette. Kyle Reese marsh as Matt and Ron, and Marnie Warner as the newscaster. Follow us on Twitter at SeenNotHeardPod, or email us at SeenAndNotHeardPod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Seen and Not Heard is produced in Central Virginia on unceded Appomattox territory.